Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Hey, open your Bibles to a place that I've never preached actually, to the book of Lamentations. Klaag liedere. Baie mense klaag oor baie dinge vandag. A lot of lamentation in our world. And I want to read Lamentation chapter 3 verse 19 to 26. And I trust this word today is going to come and bring hope to somebody that has been through much. The masks are off. And this fake smile is okay. But I want to tell you that God knows exactly where you are. And in spite of your trouble, in spite of your tribulation, God is still in control of your future and of your destiny and of your life. And no matter how difficult today may seem, I want to say to you by the power of the Holy Ghost, better days are heading your way in Jesus' name. If you believe it, jump to your feet and give Him a praise. Come on. If you live long enough, life gives you some scars. And I think sometimes when we talk about faith, people think that we deny the pain and the suffering that people go through in our world, but not so. And yet the gospel of Jesus Christ, in spite of where you are, offers us hope of a better future. So my message this morning is very simply, I'll keep a grip on hope. Lamentation 3 verse 19, I read from the message. Jeremiah says, I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting rock bottom. Because if you live long enough, there are times that you hit rock bottom, whether it's in your finances, your business, your marriage, your emotions. There are times that things happen that you have no control over. But, (laughs) here it comes, everybody say but. There's one thing I remember and I add these two words, keep on remembering. I keep a grip on hope. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They created new every morning. How great is your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. Come on, somebody this morning, lift your hand and say, I'm sticking with God. No matter what you are facing. Oh, come on. Stand to your feet this morning and say, I'm sticking with God. Some of you have reason not to be here this morning, but you've made up your mind you're sticking with God. Because He's all I've got. God proves to be good to the man who passionately waits, to the woman who diligently seeks. It's a good thing to quietly hope 
quietly hope for help from God. It's a good thing when you're young to stick it out through the hard times. Our text, verse 19 and 21, he says, I'll never forget the trouble. Some of you have been through a lot of trouble. Amen. The utter lostness, times that you have felt lost, perplexed, troubled, you haven't known what to do. Even maybe sitting here this morning, the taste of ashes, death, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all, oh, how I remember it, the feeling of hitting the bottom. But one other thing I remember and keep on remembering, I keep a grip on hope. I want you to make a fist this morning and say, I keep a grip on hope in Jesus' Name. Maybe like Jeremiah, you are lamenting some losses and some hurts. Maybe like Jeremiah, you have tasted much trouble. Maybe you've experienced the pain of loss, a business, a relationship, a relative. I mean, this COVID pandemic has knocked everybody and has affected everybody. And many people are struggling with their emotions. Depression among young people is at an all-time high. Suicide, it's affected absolutely everybody. And we sit here today and when we talk about we remember, that means we remember that God has brought us through our loss and God has brought us through our pain and God has brought us through our tragedy and God has turned our scars into stars. Come on, and God has given us beautiful ashes and God has turned our mourning into dancing and God has lifted up when we have fallen and God has carried us when we felt like not walking. God has been there because His mercies and His love has been new every day. Even the times that you felt like quitting, you didn't quit because you made up your mind, I'm sticking with God. I don't care what my mind says, what my body feels, what my emotions say, I'm sticking with God because that's all I've got. Oh, come on, say amen this morning in Jesus' Name. Yes, life isn't always great. Yes, there are valleys to pass. Yes, there are mountains to climb. Yes, there are storms to contend with. Yes, there are the unexpected that happens. And yes, sometimes things feel out of control but I'm sticking for God. I remember and I keep on remembering the faithfulness of God and the goodness of God and the mercy of God. And no matter how low I feel today, I may sit in a place of trouble. I may sit in a place of sorrow. I may sit in a place of ashes. I may sit in a place where I feel like quitting, a place of bitterness. I'm drinking the poison of bitterness. But I wanna tell you today, I remember and I keep on remembering the faithfulness of God, the mercies of God are new every morning and His love is never ending. Shout Amen in Jesus' Name. Hallelujah. Some of you have tasted the ashes. Some of you have had to swallow many things during this COVID lock time down, including me from other ministers and the police and the government. I remember. I'm not negative. I remember how God protected me. And at times I had to escape like Paul through the whole of the world. So the police did not arrest me during lockdown because I chose to stand for the opening of churches. Some of you know what it is to hit rock bottom. Even this morning, you're as low as you can go. At 
times you have felt that all is lost and victory is gone. But you are still here. Hallelujah. And you need to keep on saying to yourself, you need to keep on saying to you yourself what the prophet says, I say to myself again and again, I'm sticking with God. Come on. Maybe you didn't get the business. Maybe you didn't get the contract. Maybe things didn't turn out the way you want them to turn out. But this prophet says, I say to myself over and over, I say to myself again and again, I am sticking with God. Even though there is still a bitter taste of gall in my mouth, the taste of betrayal, the taste of hurt, the taste of abandonment, the taste of rejection, I'm sticking with God because I'll tell you what, I'm going to lift my eyes and I know that my God is faithful, that my God holds my future in the palm of His hand. Shout Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You've made up your mind that you will stick with God and you will keep a grip on hope. You've made up your mind no matter what, you will hope quietly. You know, sometimes that's all we can do. It feels like you don't have a praise. It feels like you don't have a shout. But you have to keep hope alive and you have to hope quietly at times when the devil is whispering in your mind to give up, to curse God and die like Job's wife told him. I hope quietly. I'm expecting God to deliver me. I'm expecting God to turn my weeping into dancing, my sorrow into joy. I'm expecting God to give me beauty for the ashes I have tasted. I'm expecting God to manifest His goodness in the land of the living in Jesus' name. Psalm 30 verse 5, the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 27 verse 103, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat of my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and they fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. What is he talking about? The Lord is my strength. I will not lose sight of God in the midst of the fire like a Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. I will not lose sight of the person and the presence and the power and the promise of Jesus when I walk through the waves and contend with the adversities of life because I know that God is for me and His love is like a river that never runs dry in Jesus' name. So see you know onlangs, dis die Heere sy liefde en oorvloed, wat hy oor jy wil uitgiet en uitstort in Jesus naam. Sê Amen. Verse 13, he says, I would have lost heart. And it's easy to become despondent, easy to grow weary and tired and give up on hope. But you have to say it to yourself again and again, I'm sticking with God and I'm keeping a grip on hope. No matter where I find myself, since I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness, the breakthrough of the Lord in the land of the living, not when I get to heaven one day. He says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. My brother, you have to hold on. You have to refuse to grow weary like Jeremiah in this lamentation because he reflects over his life 
And he talks about trouble. He talks about misery. He talks about loss. He talks about ashes. He talks about bitterness. He talks about every kind of adversity that we can go through. He says, I remember those things. You know, many of us have had operations and we carry scars, but we are whole in Jesus' name. And I'm telling you that Jesus came to heal your broken heart, that Jesus came to deliver you, that Jesus came to lift you up. If you will stick with God and you will not be one of those people that become cynical and all you do is you remember all the tragedy and all the misery and all the betrayal and all the losses and all the ashes. I love what he says. He says, but one thing I also remember and keep on remembering. I keep a grip on hope. Because when I look over my life, maybe right now I don't feel or see God. But when I look back over my life, I can see the fingerprints of God and I can see the work of God in my life. And I know that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. He delivered me yesterday. He's gonna deliver me today in Jesus' Name. And listen, let me say this. When people go through loss and hurt, especially the loss of a loved one, it's not that easy. And sometimes it's what He says. He says, I, I, I keep a grip on hope, but I quietly hope. That means, You've just got to grit your teeth sometimes and you've just got to stick with God sometimes and He's going to be faithful. He's not going to abandon you. He's going to carry you and He's going to bring you through in Jesus' Name. You just stick with God. Even if your husband says, Honey, this isn't working or your wife says, Honey, this isn't working. Like Job's wife said to him, he said, No, 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 no. I'm going to worship God. Some of you don't feel God, but you've made up your mind, I'm sticking with God. Some of you didn't feel like coming to church, but you've made up your mind, I'm going to worship God in any case because I'll keep a grip on hope. Oh, come on, shout Amen. Somebody give the Lord a praise as if you have a future and you have a hope in Jesus' Name. Since I would have lost heart if I did not believe the Lord is, not was, my light and my salvation. Jeremiah says, I remember your loving, loving mercy. I remember God that you're a present helping time of needs, that you are my rock and my fortress. You are my refuge and my shelter. You are my healer. You are my deliverer. I know God, you will not fail me. I know God, your faithfulness are new every morning. I know God, you are faithful, no matter the ashes. Remember Job sat in a heap of ashes as well. When he worshiped God, sometimes you feel like you sit in a pile of, let me say, ashes, right? And it seems that hope is lost. But my brother, you make up your mind and you keep on making your, up your mind every day of your life to keep a grip on hope and to lift your eyes to the heavens and to worship God for His faithfulness and to say every day, Lord, You are good and Your mercy endures forever. I know life can be hard at times and things may seem overwhelming. I know at times you may feel lost and alone. I may at times, it's, at times it's easy to reflect and to ponder and to meditate and to dwell on our losses, on our negatives. But I want to encourage you, don't. 
When you remember the ashes and you remember the loss and you remember the trouble, that's when you also have to make up your mind to remember the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God right there in your place of discouragement. That's when you have to stand up and worship God and praise God and make up your mind that God is good and His mercy endures forever. When there is no hope, you have to hold on to hope like Abraham in Romans 4 verse 18, the Bible says, against hope, in hope he believed, so that he became the father of many made nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Throw the scripture up, thank you. Romans 4 verse 17 to 21. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. And say so he's too late to fall pregnant. Maybe if you're over 90. Amen. God gives life to the dead. And I'm not just talking about falling pregnant. I'm talking about falling pregnant in business, uh, in your vision, in your dream, in the future that God has for you. You don't become a quitter and you don't become a camper. You keep hope alive like Abraham against hope. In hope he believed that God will fulfill his promise in his life. Bible says he did not waver or stagger the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Being fully convinced or persuaded that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Somebody say, God is still able. So when you find yourself in this book of Lamentation, where Jeremiah was, four things I want you to remember. Number one, and he mentions all four of them. Number one, remember that God loves you. You say, well, that's so simple. No, that's everything because faith works by love that God loves you, that even in the moments that you, you feel alone, you are not alone. In the moments that you don't understand, God is there, that God is orchestrating your deliverance. And like a little child, when you go through a nightmare or it feels like your life has turned into a nightmare, you have to lift your hands to your Father and say, Father, I don't understand, but I trust You. And I'll tell you that you are going to find God in your lowest moments when you reach out to God, because like any loving Father, He's there all the time to put His arms of love around you, to lift you, because He is a God who cares about you. He's a God who understands your pain. He knows exactly where you're at. Sometimes you don't need an answer. You need the everlasting arms of God wrapped around you. You need God to comfort you and you need God to lift you. And you know no matter how the storms are out there, everything is going to be okay because my daddy is with me. Come on, my father is with me. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I feel lost, but God, I'm going to be okay. I don't understand, but God, I'm going to be okay. Because I'm not beyond your reach, I'm going to be okay. I don't know why this happened, but God, I'm going to be okay. In Jesus' name, I'm going to be okay. Never doubt the love that God has for you. Bible says there's nothing that can separate you from His love. Romans chapter 8. The Bible says all things work together for good to those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. You are here this morning in spite of your setback, in spite of your hurt and your tragedy. And some of you are sitting here today, you feel numb emotionally. But I want to applaud you and say you've made up your mind. 
to keep a grip on hope and you've made up your mind, I'm sticking with God and I'll tell you, my brother and my sister, that's all you have to do because God is going to walk you through your valley. God's going to take you back to the mountaintop. God's going to heal your sorrow. God is going to remove your pain. God is going to do something great in your life. He's going to restore because He's your Father who loves you. Say Amen this morning. We're not talking about this abstract relationship. We're talking about God who is love. And I know when we're in a storm, it's like a child having a nightmare. The parents are right next door. The child can quickly feel very alone. I remember as a little boy when I had nightmares. Don't know why they was terrorized us like children. Take us to the show. And that was the poor case. How many of you remember that? Why the heck would you put a child through that in any case? Out jumps the ghost, etc. And that night you have a nightmare. Pull the blanket over your head, it doesn't matter. Because all you see is the ghost. And somehow your mother always knew, right? And you heard her steps. Because my mother, every child knows the feet of their mother, right? Everybody. They know the peculiar walk. Well, you need to learn to discern the, the presence of God when God comes to you. And sometimes you can... You, you can talk, you can just sit, you can just be here. He will come to you because He cares about you. When Lazarus died, Jesus first came to comfort the sisters before He raised Lazarus from the dead because He's a God who cares. These miracles we talk about is not some abstract event that God performs to prove Himself. No. Sometimes when a miracle doesn't happen, it's the very God that you think that is not there that is sustaining you and carrying you. That's what Jeremiah says. I remember this, I remember that, I remember this, I remember that. But I remember to keep a grip on hope. Why? Because my hope is rooted in the love of God that is new every morning. Every day can be a new beginning. Every day can be a new start. Every day you can make up your mind to leave the ashes of yesterday behind. And yes, at times God will come to you in your ashes and He will lift you up because that's who He is. In Isaiah 43 verse 1, it says, But now thus says the Lord God who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Say, I am His. Say it this morning. Say, I belong to God. Say it. I've called you by your name. That's very personal. He loves you. He cares about you. He understands your sorrow, your struggle your trouble, your battle. Never doubt the love God has for you in the day of trouble. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Sometimes we have to go through some things, right? Through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Sometimes we are where we don't want to be and we lose sight of God. Sometimes we think that the way God works is He prevents trouble. No. God says, I will be with you in the day of trouble. 
God says, I will walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. God says, I will sustain you in the fire. God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He says, when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burnt. Nor shall the flame scorch your faith. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. Romans 8, verse 35, the Bible says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword? As it is written, we are killed. For your sake, we are killed all day long. That's not us today. The early church, when they were killed, literally slaughtered for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and they held on to the love of God. Every day, one of the great apostles were killed. Every day, family members were killed and they had many losses. But they never doubted that in spite of the persecution, that nothing could separate them from the love of God. Says we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us because God loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor curse, nor zangoma, nor spell, nor hex, nor incantation, or power, or things present, or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Say Amen and give the Lord a praise. Come on. Oh, some of you better give the Lord a praise like you believe that God loves you this morning. I know your mind tells you not to do it, but your spirit wants to rejoice in the Lord and in the love and the presence of God in Jesus' name. Number two, remember that God is good all the time. And that means God will have the final say. Nahum 1 verse 7, the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. Psalm 119 verse 68, you are good, O God, and you do good. Psalm 145 verse 9, the Lord is good to all. And His tender mercies are over all His works. That includes you. Psalm 34 verse 8, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Keep a grip on hope. James 1 17, every good and every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. With Him there's no variableness or shadow of turning. Matthew 7 11, Jesus said, If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Number three, God is faithful. And we read that. When Jeremiah says everything, he somewhere says, but the Lord is faithful. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He's not a man that He can lie. He's a God that will perform His will in your life no matter what happened. No matter how hard you've been struck by this life, no matter the bitterness that you've tasted, no matter the losses that you've experienced, no matter the trouble that you have been through, I want to shout it out to you this morning, my brother and my sister, but the Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. And His promises are yea and amen. Numbers 23 verse 9 in the Bible says, God is not a man that He should lie, nor a son of man that He should repent. Has He said it? Will He not do it? Or has He spoken and will He not make it good? So you may be knocked down, but that's not the end. I understand weeping endures for a moment. 
But you've got to say to yourself over and over and over again, I'm sticking with God. And you have to say to yourself over and over again, God is good and His mercy endures forever. You have to say it. Otherwise, your trouble will, 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 will become an obstacle and your emotions will become an obstacle. And the ashes, the bitterness. Some of you have eaten from a table that you never thought you had to eat from. But God says, I'm going to change the meal on the table. Come on. I'm going to prepare a new meal for you in the presence of your enemies. And I'm going to anoint your head with fresh oil and your cup shall run over in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 2 verse 13. If we are faithless, He remains faithful. He cannot deny Himself. 1 Thessalonians 5 24. The one who calls you is faithful. And He will also do it. Say, God will do it. No, I'm not talking to three people. Say, God will do it. I'm talking about to you about your God who knows you by name and He wants to lift you out of the ashes. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 9, God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 3, But the Lord is faithful who will establish you and He will guard you from the evil one. Hallelujah. God is faithful to perform His Word in your life. He still is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He still is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord your peace when it feels like everything should be collapsing. He still is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Come on. He still is Jehovah Nisi, your banner. Come on. He still is Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is present in Jesus' name. He still is Jehovah Ra, the Lord your good shepherd. He still is Jehovah Tzitkinu, the Lord your righteousness. Come on. He still is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord your victory, the Lord your banner. In Jesus' name, shout amen in Jesus' name. Then finally, if, if there is no hope for deliverance, there is no hope. But I remember and I keep on remembering, I'll keep a grip on hope. Number four, you have to remind yourself that God is able to save you. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3 verse 20, the Bible says, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. His arm is not short to deliver you. God has not abandoned you. God has not forgotten you. No matter the trouble that you face, God is able to deliver you. No matter the storms you are going through today, God is able to bring you through that storm to the other side, to the place that He has predestined for you. You cannot go through life neutral. You cannot allow the poison of bitterness and the ashes, the death, you cannot allow the losses that you've experienced and all the trouble that you have faced to steal hope from your heart. Because my brother and my sister, hope is the anchor of your soul. And without hope, your faith cannot operate. So I pray today that the Holy Ghost will come and breathe within you fresh hope that you will lift your eyes again from the place that you are. 
And you will lift your eyes to the hills, not to the hills, to the God who stand on the hills as I preached last week, that you will remember as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His people, that God's love is there, that God's mercy is there, that God's power, provision, protection is there. I don't know how God is going to deliver you, but God will deliver you. God will deliver you. God will shut the lion's mouth. God will sustain you in the fiery furnace. God will give you beautiful ashes in the name of Jesus Christ because He still is the great I am. He said to Moses, go tell that Pharaoh, I am that I am. Not I am that I was. I am that I am. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. He still is the great I am. A mountain mover, a way maker, a miracle worker, a storm calmer. There is nothing impossible with the God that we serve this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Still is the keeper of His people. He still is the deliverer of the oppressed, South Africa. He still is the healer of the broken heart. He still is the one who opens the prison doors. He still is the one who stills the troubled water. He still is the calmer of the storm. Psalm 34, verse 4, David says, I sought the Lord and He heard me. Hallelujah. And He delivered me from all my fears. Verse 6 says, The poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. And He saved him out of all of his troubles. Verse 7, The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear Him and He delivers them. Verse 15, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and His ears are open to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. Hallelujah. We've heard three times that if you pray that God hears your prayer and God doesn't mock His children. God hears your prayer and He is sending deliverance. He is releasing the angels. He is opening the way. He is releasing wisdom and knowledge as the righteous cry out, the Lord hears. And He delivers them out of all of their trouble. Hallelujah. The Bible says the Lord is with you in the day of trouble. We don't want trouble, but trouble attracts the presence of God. When you keep a grip on hope. He says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet if you receive the word this morning and give the Lord some praise and worship. Come on. They're in Bloemfontein, you're in Pretoria. Come on, they're on TBN, TBN Yeti, Praise TV. Give the Lord a praise. Come on, some of you are facing trouble. Some of you are facing sorrow. Some of you are tasting ashes right now. You've got to say to yourself this morning, I'm sticking with God. I'm keeping a grip on a hope. Don't listen, don't, don't. Let the enemy steal your hope. Sometimes you just have to quietly hope and not allow cynicism to get the better of you. And just, okay, no. 
He says, I'm saying to myself, young girl, things are happening in your parents' lives. Businessmen, things are happening. South Africa, things are happening in the political arena, etc. It's a lot of things to be concerned about. Many troubles that we have faced and we've come through and many troubles we still are going to face. But we say to ourselves, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and we are going to keep hope alive and we are going to stick with God and we are going to remind ourselves that His mercy is on you every morning. God loves you. 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 God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift your hands with me this morning. I was going to preach something else, but I was sitting and God brought this message to me. I've never in my life preached from the book of Lamentations. Who wants to read the Lamentations? But then you see there's hope even in the midst of lamenting. There's hope in the midst of lamenting. Because sometimes it can literally feel it's all over. Or what in the world is going on. And I love this passage of Scripture. It's going to be one of my favorite new passages in the Bible. I remember. Yes, I do. I remember. I've got a scar here. I've got a scar here. I've got new scars on my shoulder. Five holes where I was operated now recently. And I've got many scars on my physical body. Scars, scar, scar, scar. But they all heal. And yes, sometimes they tender when you remember. When you remember your dad that died prematurely or your child that died prematurely or you remember, you remember these things. But you cannot camp there. You say, but I also remember. I also remember. I also remember. But that means I override the negative memories with a positive memory, with the faithfulness, the mercy, and the love of God. I don't know how God is going to get you through what you are facing. But I know He will. Because He loves you. And He cares about you. And He's here for you today. Will you lift your hands with me this morning? Even if you don't feel like it, just lift your hands with me. Just lift your hands with me and say, Father, I've been through a lot. Many things I don't understand. But today I lift my eyes. And I choose to keep a grip on hope and to stick with you. You are my life, my future, in Jesus' name. Every care, every burden, every disappointment, every taste of bitterness, every hurt because of loss, all the things I don't understand, I give to you as a sacrifice. I cast every care upon you. And I thank you that you will sustain me and you will keep me and you will carry me. And your mercies will be new every morning in Jesus' name. Now, some of you need to just say a prayer. We heard that three times in one passage. I cried out, I cried out, I cried out, and the Lord heard, and the Lord heard, and the Lord delivered. The Lord heard, the Lord delivered. Some of you are too neutral in this moment in your relationship with God. You have to activate your prayer life again. Because of the hurt, the loss, 
the trouble, the pain. You don't feel like praying, and that's okay. God understands it. But that little boy that's going through a nightmare, he, he has to call out. He has to talk. Say your prayer, please. Say your prayer. Say your prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Come on. There may be thousands and thousands here this morning, but say your prayer. Say your prayer. Say your prayer. Say your prayer. That hurt that you've carried, that trouble that you've experienced, that loss, those ashes, the taste of, of, of poison. Sometimes that's what life feels like. How could this happen? I don't know, but I remember. I remember. I remember. And I keep on remembering. To keep a grip on hope, I'm sticking with Jesus. Father, we cast every care upon you this morning. We lift our eyes from the place where we stand. And although we remember all that we've been through, above, beyond, we remember that God, you are love, you're merciful, you are faithful, and you hold our future in the palm of your hand in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Let go that concern of that child. Let go that concern of that attack that's against you. God will diffuse the plans of the enemy. You know what the Bible says? God blesses His beloved in their sleep. Your fretting and your sweating will not get your breakthrough. Some of you need to go sleep because when you sleep, God is going to deliver you in the name of Jesus Christ. You have to go to rest. Rest and wait patiently for the Lord. And He will come and deliver you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, family. As every head is bowed and every eye closed in this place. As Pastor preached this morning again. He spoke about hope and that hope is a person named Jesus. And maybe if you to be honest this morning, you do not have a hold on Him because you do not even know Him. You do not even know where to look for Him. Maybe your hope, what you were hanging on to, was maybe your religion, your church membership, the things that you accumulated in life. But this morning we want to say, there's only one person and His name is Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye closed in this building. Maybe you're standing here and if you had to be honest, if anything had to happen you, to you today, you are not sure if you would be able to go to heaven. You are not sure if you are holding on to hope that is that person in Jesus Christ. Maybe at some stage you used to serve Him, but because of circumstances, things that has happened, you do not even know where you are standing with Him. But we want to say to you, you can return. As we heard this morning that David reached out and he said, Lord, if I just cry out to you again, you will come and deliver me. Some of you are standing in this building. You think that the sins that you've committed yesterday and the things that you've done has separated you from the love of God. But I want to say to you today that God loves you more than ever you can imagine. And He's calling and He's saying to you, reach back out to me. Just put up your hand again and reach out and stretch it forth to me. I will come and deliver you. So as every head is bowed and every eye closed and believers praying, maybe that's you, you fall into one of those categories. Maybe you never served Him. Or maybe you used to serve Him. But you want to come back this morning 
And you want to put up your hand and say, God, in a moment I'm going to reach out to you and that it will be my sign that I'll grab and hold on to hope. So that if that is you, quietly wherever you are, if you can be just so kind, just to lift up your hand as no one will be looking around. As hands are being lifted all over the balcony. Come on, thank you for those hands there at the top. Come on, if that is you. Come on, it doesn't matter what you've done yesterday. God loves you. We've read the scripture this morning. No principalities, no demons, no nothing can separate you from the love of God. God is bringing this whole service to this one point because He loves you. And He do not want you to miss this opportunity. So if that is you, you can quietly just lift up your hand now in the name of Jesus. If you lifted it up high, you can just put it down fast. Come on, we're going to give another opportunity. Some of you are wrestling in the inside. You have this uneasiness and you're not sure why. Come on, you just lift up your hand and say, God, I'll come back. I'll come back to you. Amen, family. Family, we just want to say to every one of you that are standing in the front, God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And if there's one thing about our church, our pastors, Pastor Pastor Loretta, they love you so much. And that is why we have everything in place so we can get to this one moment that you may experience the love of God. And I know there's some of you that's still standing in your seat that should have been down here. But in a moment, we're going to lead you in a prayer. And we're going to ask you just to pray after us. And you're going to invite Jesus to come into your heart and forgive of all your sins. And then after that, we're going to take you into a room where we would love to pray for you. Because if you allow us, we're going to take your number. We will be able to walk with you in the week you'll be phoned. We'll plug you into one of our home cells so that people can care for you. Because there's some of you that are facing storms that you never fought in your life. You're going to face. But you used to face it by yourself. But I want to say to you, today you inherited the whole family. You're part of the family. We're going to walk with you. And we're going to help you and do everything that we can to assist you on the way forward. So would you please be so kind just to put your hand on your heart. You can just lift your other hand and just follow me in this prayer. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, that I lived without you. But today, I choose what you've done for me. I believe that you died for all my sins and that you rose again and that you live forevermore. I thank you, Father, that I'm a brand new person. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, amen, family. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.